0: Welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today. And this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to this episode of Plan Your Federal Benefits with me, Dallin Haas. This week, we are going to go over what income you are going to be seeing in retirement under the FERS system. You have worked a good career and you are now wondering, hey, can I afford to retire? What income sources can I count on? And you might have, of course, you've heard of your pension, Social Security, TSP, you've heard of all these, but how do they work together? How how much am I actually going to get from each of these things and how do I weave them all together so it is a beautiful retirement plan that works and is optimized to get the most for you. So let's go over it. Let's hit them one at a time, so the nuances, so the things to look out for when getting the most out of these things so that you know if you are ready to retire or not. Okay. The first is, of course, your pension. And sometimes it's called your annuity, but uh, I like to call it a pension because that's more what it's like. Um, you get paid a fixed amount once you retire for the rest of your of your life, right? That's how it works. So if you don't already know, it is calculated by your high three times your credible service times your multiplier, right? And for FERS employees, that multiplier is 1% unless you have, you um, more than 20 years after 62 then that multipliers 1.1 percent so a 10 percent raise for those folks that make it to age 62 and 20 years of service before they retire so that is the equation right now if you do the math on yours you say okay my high three is about 100 grand okay and uh, I've had about 23 years of service okay I'm uh I'm 60 years old, so I I only have a multiplier of one. Okay, so you do that math. Whatever that comes out to you, get a number. Right, boom. At that point, that is your gross pension. And I don't say gross as in nasty. I say gross as in that is just the top line that you gotta take stuff out of it before you get your net pension, okay? That is what I mean. So you have to take things out like your survivor benefits. So if you don't know about survivor benefits, If you want your spouse to receive some of your pension, if you were to pass away, it costs money. And if you give her the full benefit, which is 50% of your pension, if you were to pass away first, that costs 10% of your pension while you're both alive. So you gotta take that out. Say, okay, I'm actually not gonna get this because I'm gonna pay 10% of my pension so my spouse could have something. Okay, minus 10%. Then let's say, oh, I'm actually gonna keep FEHB, so that's gonna come out of my pension straight there that's another four hundred dollars a month whatever that comes out to four thousand something a year right take that up psh. then you take out things like taxes if you didn't know most of your pension is taxable most of your social security is taxable most of your tsp is taxable if it's on the traditional side so your tax bracket's going to be probably decent as a federal employee that's the benefit of having a great retirement benefit package right so you have to look okay what is my taxes probably going to be let's say 10 15 percent take that out of your pension boom So what are you you left with from your pension, let's say every month after you take all those kind of things out? If you're still doing FEGLI, life insurance, what things are gonna come out before you actually see the money and before you actually have an amount that you could actually use for your living, okay? That's the number you want, your net pension after everything has come out of it already. Okay, now that you have your number, keep that number, have it written down, and we'll get back to it, okay? So that's your first, First thing you want to know, how much am I going to get for my net pension every month? Okay, have that ready to go. Now, social security, that's another fixed income where you get paid a fixed amount every month. But when it comes to calculating social security, it's complicated, you don't want to do that. You just want to go onto SSA.gov and get a login and find your social security benefit statement. And up at the top on the right side, right side of it will be your Basically, your benefit at your full retirement age. Now, your full retirement age is anywhere between age 65 and 67, depending on your birthday. The farther we go, it's basically going to be 67 for everyone. Okay, so if you don't know it, it's probably 67. So that is the amount of Social Security benefit you'd get every month if you started your benefit at 67. Now, the hardest question to answer with Social Security is when do I start? Social Security. You could start it anywhere between age 62 and 70. Okay? And depending on where you take it, if you take it at 62, you're going to get a dramatically reduced amount compared to what you see on the top right of your Social Security benefit. Because that's what you get at age 67 or your full retirement age. Now, if you wait, let's say your full retirement age is 67, you wait three years till age 70. You're actually going to get dramatically more. I'm not going to go through the exact percentages of how it grows, but just know it grows or it shrinks depending on when you take it. So you have to look at, let's say, your life expectancy. That's something you got to look at, say, hey, if I'm going to live past a certain amount of time, a certain amount of years, I'm actually going to get more from Social Security if I wait. So maybe I should wait, right? That's one factor. So you want to have to kind of use all these things say, okay, for me, what makes sense? I can take it early, but am I leaving money on the table by not getting an increased amount down the road? And if I do delay it, if I do wait, and let's say I retire at 60 and I delay social security until 67, how will I fill that gap of income? Do I have enough of my TSP to fill that gap? Will it kill my TSP where the rest of my retirement's gonna be just living off beans and rice, right? How? do you have this all structured run the numbers for you but once you kind of know what you're going to get from your pension and your social security now we look at the third source of income for federal employees and that's your TSP now the question I get all the time is do I have enough money in my TSP to retire and there is no magic number I wish I could say oh if you have over 200 grand you're good oh if you have over a million dollars you're good, right? And it just depends. It depends on your budget. It depends on what you're going to spend in retirement. It depends on where your pension is and what your Social Security is and Medicare and all these things. It depends on everything depending on what you need in retirement, whether you paid your house off, whether or not, whether, you, whether you're going to travel, all these things. It kind of weaves in. So you have to look at your situation, but a good way to look at this is to say, hey, okay. My fixed income is my pension and my social security. Anything above that that those don't provide, I'm gonna have to provide from retirement savings or your TSP. So do I have enough, let's say, to cover the gap between when I retire and when I start social security? And once you do start social security, once you add your pension and social security together, what's the gap after that to cover your living? If that covers your entire living, awesome. If not, what's the gap? And of course, we won't know everything, we don't know how much your TSP is gonna make, we don't know how fast it's gonna grow, we don't know what tax rates are gonna be, we don't know inflation, we don't know a lot of things but you can get a pretty good feel to say hey each year in retirement I'm gonna need X amount for my TSP and there's only a hundred grand in my TSP, is that gonna last for let's say a 30 year, 35 year retirement? you can get a pretty good feel with some basic assumptions about how much you're going to make when you invest you could get a pretty good idea just by looking at the numbers writing them all down it's not going to be perfect right and we're just guessing anyway even if you work with a pro even if you work with me i'm a financial advisor i do this all the time there's still some guesses where there are assumptions we don't know where inflation's going to be right we're guessing based on history they're educated guesses but it's still guesses where we don't know exactly how it's gonna go. And as we get closer to life events, we'll have more information about what's happening. As you get closer to retirement, you have more information about the environment and the economy, you'll be able to make better educated decisions. The key is just getting as much information now so you can make adjustments. So let's say you're five years out from retirement. You say, hey, look, I don't know exactly what it's gonna be, but based on my numbers, it looks like it's gonna be pretty tight. Like if I retire when I want to at 62, it looks like I'm. it's gonna be tight with my TSP. I may be fine, but it may not last 35 years to cover as much as I need to supplement my fixed income, right? So I'm gonna really dig down right now and invest the next five years as much as I possibly can in my TSP to get that beefed up. And when I hit age 62, if I feel like it's plenty beefed up, then we'll make it a decision then. You have to kind of think like this with all the different options, the things that you have to do now to improve your results down the road. But again, those are your three main income sources for most federal employees. Some federal employees have, let's say, military retirement or a disability, VA retirement. And you have to kind of take those into account too if that applies to you. But if not, then you have, of course, your pension your Social Security and your TSP and you have to decide how they will all come together to make like I said a beautiful retirement plan that of course there are gonna be some assumption assumptions in there with some guesses but that so that you can get the very most out of it that you can to really maximize those benefits and so you are educated so you don't get blindsided with rules that you didn't know or maybe you say hey I didn't know that Um, 10% of my pension was going to be reduced if I wanted to survive, then I didn't know that, right? You will get blindsided unless you really start learning. Keep listening to the podcast, keep learning from these YouTube videos, whatever, learn about your benefits so that you're not blindsided by anything in retirement. It's so much easier way before, let's say decades before, I mean, that's the best time to prepare, decades before retirement, but it's way easier a few years before retirement than right retirement, to make adjustments to get to where you want to go. Okay. I hope this is helpful. I hope this is a good reminder to prepare for the future and your incredible retirement. I will see you next week. And again, thank you for making to the end of my video, the end of my podcast. I hope this brought value to you and your life. My goal with this content is to bring as much value to as many people as I possibly can. So please, if you can, if this brought value to you, please show your support, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, comment, give me feedback about what you wanna hear about, what you wanna learn about, and how you can get more value out of this and so that I could do the very best I can to make this the best channel for my viewers, for my listeners, the very best I can. So again, thank you for being here and investing in yourself and in your future. And I will see you next week.